Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show today. I have the pleasure of interviewing one of my very dear friends, Megan Weir. Megan and I connected over the last couple of years. She's actually already been a guest on this podcast and we got to meet in person for the first time in October of 2022 when we were finishing our NLP masters at our immersion. And you know what? There's one of the things I love the most about the online space is when the people that I get to meet in person are exactly the same as how I felt that I met them online. They are the exact same person. And Megan is that person. So when I saw that and heard firsthand that she was ready to release her own solo podcast called Dropped In with Megan Weir, I knew I wanted to be able to do a quick interview here with you to be able to promote her podcast because I believe so much in the power of podcasting and messaging and I love when I see women, women and men, but especially women stand in their truth and use their voice. And I've watched Megan firsthand come through this journey to be in a space of like owning her voice. So I love this and I'm so excited to be able to share her brand new podcast that she is releasing called Dropped In with Megan Weir. Meg is a spiritual life and business mentor. She is a board-certified master coach, hypnotherapist, kundalini yoga and meditation teacher, and intuitive business mentor who guides you to drop into your self-sourced power and share your magic and medicine with the world. Meg is known for guiding her clients through deep transformational work that elicits remembrance of who they are, why they are here, what their magic and medicine are, and how to share it with the world. Through her work, clients drop into their self-source power and get out of their own way, shed old layers, transmute old programming, and come to a space of deep trust within where their soul leads, their body calibrates, and their mind follows. I love everything about Meg, and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. And I am featured on her podcast dropped in as one of her first interviews that will also be live this week as well. So I'm excited. I love seeing women stand in their self-source power and use their voice, especially when it comes into the field of speaking and podcasting. So I know you're going to love this episode. Welcome to the show today, Meg. I love having you on here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here with you again. So grateful. Again, we have already had you, I don't even know, it's probably a year ago, at least, maybe even longer. 
that we had you on this show. And I wanted to bring you back on because I also know that a lot's changed in the last year and in your life and business. So I thought, God, what a great time to do this and to share your new podcast that's coming out. So if you don't mind, would you take a few minutes and just give everyone an intro as to who you are? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, my name is Megan Weir and I am a spiritual life and business coach. I am specialized in master practitioner of NLP, hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, which I'm obsessed with, and emotional freedom technique. And I'm also a kundalini yoga teacher. So I am obsessed with the work that I do. And I feel so honored every day. It's like I have these pinch me moments that I get to do what I get to do. And what kind of led me into the work that I facilitate is that I had a very rough upbringing. I had a very um, major disconnect from my soul self, if you will. Mm-hmm. It um, it felt like I was existing. And I remember when I finally came into the space of coming out of the fog, if you will, that if I can overcome all the things that I've experienced in my life, and if I can heal on a deep emotional, physical, spiritual level, I will do everything in my power to help those on their journey in coming home to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, over the years, I dove deep into talk therapy. It was great, but it wasn't super effective for me. Um, I dove deep into hypnotherapy, which was a huge catalyst as to why I do what I do within that field of work. Um, I started working with coaches and that was also a huge catalyst where I was like, wow, like I don't have to live in the past anymore. I don't have to live in my story. And as you share, I get to live like on the story. I'm no longer in it. And so because of these incredible individuals who I was so blessed to work with, they just were that catalyst for me to really dive deep into wanting to help support myself first and then offer these gifts to individuals as well. And so that's what I do. I am really passionate about supporting people in unlocking their self-source power because I learned at a very young age to go outside of myself, uh, to quote unquote, make, make myself feel better, to find the answers, to be uh, approved of, to feel like I belonged. And it was so uncomfortable to be in that space. So uncomfortable. And I've never felt more dropped into the truth of who I am today as a result from all these modalities that I'm so passionate about supporting others with. So. (laughs) Wow. Love. (laughs) I love all of it. And I love the like how you describe everything that you do and you are totally dropped in. There's no question. I can hear it when you're there. And I know when we have like, this is the thing, right? It's never all perfect. We know that we have moments where it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so in line and I feel so good. And then other moments it's like, what was I doing? How did, how do I get back there? And you said something earlier that I want to dive into for anybody who's listening, because you said you were so disconnected to your soul. What does that look like, feel like for somebody who's listening and says, wait a minute, what is that? Mm, Yeah. 
So growing up, I was, I'm an empath, highly intuitive. I saw things, I felt things, I was really connected. And so not knowing what that meant, it was just a feeling. And I thought it was normal to be that way. And then things happened in my life at a very young age where I learned that it wasn't safe to be in my body anymore. So I disconnected. And when I disconnected from my physical self, I also disconnected from my emotional self as well as my spiritual self. And so that's what I mean where I was no longer connected with my soul. I was, wasn't connected with myself. It felt as though I was running on autopilot. I didn't feel as if I did feel something that felt so foreign that I would do everything in my power to not feel it. And I went outside of myself to numb and to escape and to disconnect because connection didn't feel sacred. It didn't feel safe because when I was connected, some bad things happened. And so I learned on a subconscious level to disconnect Mm -hmm. because at least we are quote unquote safe in that space. Fast forward to today, it is polar opposite from the safety that I feel now within myself. And I know how it feels to be with myself and it feels incredible. You know, I used to feel that I was by myself all the time. I felt like an alien. I felt so disconnected. I felt uh, like I was misunderstood, that I was all alone. And so I often felt like I was by myself and now it feels so good to be with myself. Like I can't get enough of it. And it just feels so, so sacred and so incredible. And, and yeah, it's, it's like, I don't even want to say it's like my duty. It's just like this calling every morning. It's like, Oh, you get to go hang out with yourself before anyone else. And it just is like the absolute best. It feels so good. So that's what it feels from being disconnected from your soul to be completely dropped in and to be able to be able to trust like these, the guidance is coming through and to no longer resist it. Mm-hmm. I, Oh, thank you for sharing that. And something that I love, um, I know it resonates with you, but I also want to dive into it is this piece on, you know, we can't coach on anything that we haven't lived or walked through. We can't, we can't take our clients to levels that we've never done. And so we have to go first, right? We're always going first in this work. And I know how much work you've done on yourself. What has the last even two years look like? It's only been like before this, (laughs) she's laughing before this, like it wasn't even that long ago that you were doing a completely different career. Yeah. Right. Okay. So tell us about that. Yeah. Well, as a result from all the work that I was doing, I was actually in network marketing, which was the catalyst for the personal development. So that's kind of when I first started working with my own coaches. So that was six years ago, six and a bit years ago. So then I went and did my training with Tony Robbins and Chloe Madonis. That was my first taste of uh, coaching. So I did my certification in strategic intervention. And then that five-year period after doing the certification, like I look back now, it's like, how did you even make it? I'm in recovery from an eating disorder. It's like, how did I even not go back to the old tendencies, the old ways? Um, But that five-year period was really intense. I experienced a lot of trauma, a lot of loss, uh, a lot of heartache, a lot of heartbreak. And I was so hard on myself during that time because it was just like, why aren't you doing better in your business? Why 
isn't your business where you thought it would be by now? Why, why, why? All these questionings. And now I look back, I'm like, wow, like I just send so much love to my past self. Um, so I was a nurse for a very long time, probably 18 years. And I was just keeping my foot, my toe in the water as a safety blanket. And when things became challenging within my business, I would take on more shifts as a nurse because it was like, oh, this feels uncomfortable. This feels unsafe. This feels uncertain. I'm going to go back to a place of certainty. Yes, we need to pay our bills. Yes, we need to ensure that we have all the foundational pieces to live our lives. However, it was like, it was just so easy for me to go back as opposed to expand. And prior to COVID, I was doing retreats in Costa Rica. My like absolute passion is one-on-one. And so that's where I was working in that energy and that environment. COVID hit, I couldn't do retreats anymore. And it felt as we all experience some form of grief. Mm-hmm. And so I was called to pivot. I resisted the heck out of the online space resisted it. And I was like hiding, like it was so easy for me to hide. Right. Yeah. And, um, COVID came and this opportunity to join this mastermind showed up and that's where I met you. And it was a huge catalyst for me to pivot and to start to show up online and to start to share my magic and medicine and to be seen. And so I started my own spiritual mastermind, which was incredible. And through that mastermind, I met our coach and mentor who we did our trainings with, our practitioner and master practitioner, and you did your trainers, Mm -hmm. um, met her. And as a result from what I experienced working with her, the timeline therapy, the hypnotherapy, just the the NLP work. I was just like, there's something to this. And I swore up and down, I wasn't going to do any more certifications because I have many. (laughs) But again, because of the experience I had working with her, I was like, if this is what's possible for me, imagine what's possible for my clients. And so that's one thing I'm always like, always, I always go first. I practice what I preach. I embody what I teach And then I share that with my clients. Um, So yeah, during that two-year period, I'm not even the same human. It's, I look back on the past two years, it's just like, wow. I was going through my journal the other day. I was like, I wrote, uh, like I write all the things that come through that I want to bring to fruition. I was like, everything that I wrote down for the most part has already come to fruition. Amazing. Yeah. So it's incredible. It truly is. Um, and there's still things that I'm resisting, but not compared to the place that I once was. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm consciously aware of it. So <laughs> I know what to do. I have the tools to help move the needle forward, right? Rather than just be in the space of absolute resistance. And I call it self-protection, but it's also known as self-sabotage. So. Oh, I love everything that you're saying. And there's like, there's, it's no secret why I resonate and connect to your message and what you do, because that's the piece of it right now. You said it is that we have to come to a space of being consciously aware of what we're doing that isn't serving us, but then interjecting and not like sliding into judgment, shame, criticism, guilt, all those things. It's like recognizing it. And then how can I support myself differently? Recognizing it. How can I support myself differently? 
And I love that you share this because I, I feel very much like you in the sense that in the online space, there's still not a lot of coaches that talk about the work that they're doing on themselves yet or what they're going through. And I just think it's something that we're forever working on and it's okay. Cause somebody said that I heard a mentor say like when the healing is done and I'm like, Whoa, 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 <laughs> red flag, like red flag. Nice try. Yeah, no, like that's not how it works because you get new levels and new levels and you're always this work in process. And if you can learn to love yourself and be safe in yourself, in your body, in your emotions while you're doing that, it just is, it's just, there's such a big catalyst for your own transformation. And then you can bring that into your clients as well. So true. So true. And the healing never ends. And as you said, new level, New devil, you oh, know, yeah. it's just like, oh, here we are. Yeah, we're not at the mountaintop. We're, we have not arrived. We are here. And these are the challenges that we are faced with. And we can either resist the hell out of them or we can lean into them and ask what they're here to teach us, right? And I know up until this point today, like there was so much resistance, even though I was just like, okay, like bird's eye view, you're seeing what's occurring right here, yet you're still resisting. So I got down and dirty with the work, you know, and, and face these shadowy parts of myself that were embedded in my DNA that I wasn't consciously aware of. So, oh, this work is so deep. If you're listening to this, um, honestly, I cannot talk enough about the NLP work and how powerful it in, it has been and impactful for both of us in our own lives and then our clients' lives as well. So mm-hmm. as we, went through, we, you and I did, we won't share the details. We went through a breakthrough day, um, together as a facilitator and a client and then reversed what an unbelievable experience that was. Right. And one of the things that came up for you, I would love for you to share. Um, you've already kind of done some of it here, but hiding, like Mm -hmm. what, what came up for you during our breakthrough day And you went, oh my God, I didn't even know I was still doing that. Or what does that mean? So I just love for you to dive into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so funny because so for those that aren't familiar with uh, Breakthrough Days, we we choose one specific area that we want to dive deep into over Mm -hmm. a six to eight hour period. And so mine was my business, of course, and everything's connected, of course. So yes, it was the business, but it was also what was underneath, like what was the root cause as to what was kind of preventing me from moving the needle forward, if you will. And what came through as a result from the therapeutic questioning was hiding. And I was like, wow, it's still here. Like it is still here. And if you, if, if, if I were to reflect back on my timeline, of course it's still there. Like it was ingrained in my DNA to hide. Like I, you know, we model the behaviors around us. I saw the, my parents hiding many things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I started to model that behavior. So I started to hide and with eating disorders, there's a lot of hiding. There's a lot of secrecy, not only with the food, but like the hiding of the actual eating disorder, the hiding in the dark, not looking in mirrors, uh, in your clothing, uh, in yeah, everything and anything you can imagine. So that was one piece of it. And so it allowed me to really go deep into, okay, so this energy is still here, even though I've moved beyond the eating disorder, almost 10 years free from it, there's still 
pieces, not related to the eating disorder, but related to the hiding aspect Mm -hmm. that were going into other areas of my life. And so honestly, Marsha, that was in October. Mm -hmm. Uh, I felt like I was, and obviously things aren't going to just instantly happen overnight. Like it takes time to integrate. And like, it was such deep, intense, liberating work that we did. Mm-hmm. And I still know that I'm integrating it. So when I came home from that experience with you and, and everyone else, I was doing a podcast with my dear friend, Krista, and it was incredible. And it was it was so great because it was a catalyst for me to share my voice, to share my truth, to show up, to be seen, to be heard. And because that's something I hid throughout my life as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with her and I wasn't, it wasn't planned. It wasn't anything, but it was just like, I am hiding in this space. Like I'm all ready to go all in with you and our brand and this podcast yet. I'm not going all in on Megan Weir. Mm. And I can't hide any longer. I can't disappoint my soul self any longer. I can't put myself and my big picture visions on the back burner any longer. So as uncomfortable as it was, and it was really emotional. Um, we chose to close the doors on that. And it was, it was a, it was a beautiful ending. It, there was no ill feelings, nothing. It was just like this deep understanding and over the last few months, it's just like, okay, yeah. So I'm starting my podcast. I'm creating this epic mastermind that's only available for five women only. Yeah. There are so many different ways that I'm choosing to show up in a way during to backtrack, sorry, to go to the immersion. We had these photo shoots. And so oh, yeah. my story is that I could not look in the mirror. I deleted every photo that was on my phone. I deleted every photo that was ever posted of me. I got ready in the dark, wouldn't look in the mirror. I got, I was intimate in the dark. Like it just, it was so hard for me to, I just hit, right? And so to have this photo shoot uh, where I was invited, if I chose to, to be not fully clothed. And it was the most liberating experience. I remember she looked at me and she's like, breathe. I was like, oh, right. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm so in my head right now. Cause it felt so uncomfortable still. I was still hiding and it was the most liberating thing. And I wasn't going to share these photos, but I was like, no, like I'm not hiding anymore. Like I, it's safe for me to be seen. It's safe for people to receive all aspects of myself. Mm-hmm. And it has been so incredible to be able to feel safe to share this and to not self-critique. It was just like, this is you and this is your power, you know, dropped in and it felt so good. So, yeah, so here we are. And I'm, you know, I'm still listening. I know there's there was some things I was resisting and I've leaned into it. And I know that it's from making these decisions is going to be even more powerful for me because the downloads have been coming through and I've been pushing them away. I've been resisting them. And I was just like, nope, because if I don't have that, then what else am I going to have? It's like, you don't need to have anything. You don't need to 
and I don't even like the word victim. I don't feel like I'm a victim, but it's just like, you don't need to have any problems. So you don't need to have any issues. You don't need to have anything that you're holding on to as a thing that's going to keep you safe and small and stagnant. Mm-hmm. It's okay to eliminate all these energy leaks and to completely reclaim your energy, reclaim your power and to channel from that dropped in energetic space. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. The reason that it is now is because you're safe. Like you, you've come through this whole understanding and this learning curve of like that, that I'm safe in my body. And Mm -hmm. I don't even think I really understood the terms of feeling safe in ourselves, safe in our body, safe in our voice, safe in our message. I, I don't think I fully understood that until this past year or the impact and the ripple that it's had in myself as well. And I've seen it firsthand with you. And I, I just, I love all things of how you're sharing and in context, like Meg and I were in this, having this, um, photo shoot and the opportunity was there to share, you know, parts of ourselves, not fully clothed. And I remember going, Oh, I'm not doing that. There's no way I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I haven't even shared mine are very, mine are more open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, but they are. And, but I can tell you honestly that, you know, um, for myself over the last couple of years, going through like major surgery and life changing, um, movements, my body's very different now and how it moves and how it can move. And so there have been many times I've been very hard on myself. Like, which big shocker, I know. Um, but it's definitely been there. And that photo shoot was one of the most liberating things I have ever done. And I was able to look at my pictures and say, like, oh, I'm so fucking proud of you. Like, I literally and I felt it in the core. Honestly, I did. And I know that that was a conversation that we had. So I'm not saying you have to go have like partial clothe pictures done in order to feel that. But it was a very different experience and one that I can say it, it led to feelings I wasn't expecting. And I was able to look at them and go, you know what? I am proud. I am proud of how far you've come and what you've done. So, you know, just being open to maybe different experiences. Like this was a, a seven day immersion that was like, it was beautiful. It was intense. It had its moments. It was, you know, put yourself into the experiences where you can have and create change and you're being supported by people who will help you on that journey. So I know that was part of it. I just wanted to share that because I think there's, it's so freeing to be able to look at yourself and be proud of who you are and like truly feel it and mean it. Oh, there's, it's, there's nothing else. There's nothing else that comes close to this feeling. Nothing. Mm -mm. And I think, you know, speaking from experience, this is what I've been searching for my whole life Mm -hmm. is myself, this deep connection I have with me. And I was always going outside of myself, trying to find the answers, trying to fix myself, trying to make myself feel better, try to feel like I belong, try to feel like I was loved, try to feel like I was accepted. And all along, it was me. How can I love myself more? How can I see myself more? How can I accept myself more? How can I be with myself more? And every time that I feel that disconnect where I'm in my head or I feel the need to numb out, it's just like, okay, what's out of alignment here? Mm -hmm. Like, 
there's something out of alignment. What can you do to get dropped back in? And it's always my practice. It's funny. Um, I don't speak about the eating disorder very much anymore because it's, you know, I've moved beyond it, but it's also still a significant piece of my story. But I didn't know, like, of course, I did a lot of work to be able to overcome the 18 years that I was with it. Um, but I wasn't able to articulate what it was that allowed me to move the needle forward in releasing it. And it's the embodiment practices. I didn't know because that's, it's again, it's just something as a two, four generator, it's just like, Oh, this is normal. This is what I know. Right. And when I finally came back to that, I didn't know it until I came back, but it was like the yoga and the meditation and like the movement, the breath work, like the somatic, the embodiment practices that's allowed me to really continue to be in the space of feeling like regulated and like safe and and secure within myself and my body. And if it's ever a time where I'm like in my head, it's like, okay, what can we do to get back dropped in? Mm, thank you for sharing all of that. And I know people can relate to this in the sense that, you know, when you're in your head, like this is not, this is, this is, this is not where you go for answers. So if you're ever in a space, if you're like, I have to make a decision, it's like, well, I'll just think about it. It's like, nope, you already know the answer. Like, you know, the answer, just honor it. But going to your head is like, it's just for anybody who's listening, you know, your brain, 95% of it is your subconscious mind. It's all your past. It's all your past. So if you actually are hoping to go to your mind to think of the choice that you need to make next, there's a 95% chance it's going to come from decisions that you've made in the past. And mm-hmm. so how can you take into account these embodiment practices? So if you can just share, cause I know you also offer different um, tools to support people with embodiment practices, people who are listening, what does that mean? Yeah. So it's really getting out of your head into your body. So I love like soul leads, body calibrates, mind follows. So when we're in the space of that disconnect, that detachment, that dissociation, we are not in our physical bodies. We are not with ourselves. We are like spinning the wheels on, you know, whatever you want to say, but we're spinning out of control and our subconscious mind, all the garbage is like, leading us astray. Mm-hmm. And so the embodiment practices allow us to drop into our body. So to get out of our head and to drop into the wisdom that our body speaks to us. So it's really learning to understand the language that your body's speaking. And that to me is what the embodiment is. So I know for me, I still suffer with anxiety. There's certain things that activate it. Um, and so when I'm in that space of like that anxiety, and through movement, we're able, like it's energy in motion, right? Emotion. So it's like, how can we move this energy in our bodies to release? So we're not trapped. We're not trapped in our heads. We're not trapped in our old stories. We're not trapped in the garbage of our subconscious mind. We are in the space of moving the energy, moving the emotion and allowing ourselves to process it on a deep emotional, energetic level. And without having to relive any of the experiences that have caused our body to hold on to these memories to protect ourselves. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you offer, you have two different practices that you share, right? 
um, monthly practices that you share and with your community. Mm -hmm. What are those called and what's involved with those? Yes. So I have many things that are coming down the pipe, but one that's my baby is Satnam Sessions. So it is a library stacked full of Kundalini uh, yoga and meditation classes. There is a library stacked full of specific meditations. And there's also a library stacked full of power practices. So like a power practice is where you have, say, 30 minutes as opposed to an hour, an hour and a half, you have 30 minutes or even 20 minutes or 15 minutes just to get this energy moving. And so every week I upload a new class into the portal and I'm constantly uploading new content into the space. It's, I honestly, I don't know where I'd be today without Kundalini and I don't know where I'd be today without the NLP work. And I love how they both work on the subconscious mind, like this is the power of this work. So Satnam Sessions is ridiculous. It's $22 a month. You, I started going to in-person classes here recently. I'm like, oh, like that's one class is at least 20, well, it's $25. So that's Satnam Sessions. I love it. I, it's just, yeah, it's my little baby and I'm excited to see where it grows too. And then I have Magnetic. So Magnetic is a year long program. So I don't know about you, but I learned, especially over the last few years, that like there's so much information. And so that's why Kundalini was brought to the West, because we've come into the age of Aquarius, where it's the age of information, information overload. So it's so taxing on our nervous systems. And it also comes into the space of we're giving away our power because we're constantly going outside of ourselves for the answer. Where Kundalini allows you to regulate your nervous system and to drop in and to find the answers deep within you. So with Magnetic, I chose to share this over a course of a year. So you can actually embody what you're learning. Mm -hmm. So each month you get a, a new meditation, a new Kundalini yoga practice, also known as a Kriya, and a guide to understand yourself on a emotional and energetic level through the technology and art of the 10 bodies within Kundalini yoga. Mm -hmm. So I love it. It's there's a reason why I chose to do it over a course of a year is just so people can really integrate what you're learning. It's not, you're just, you're not learning and then going on to the next thing. It's just like, no, like how can you even learn? How can you integrate? How can you embody? It's just like, we want that instant hit, that quick fix. And it's like, no more. Like, mm -hmm. this is this is why I choose to create these programs now. And I have a few other ones I'm creating. And however long I choose to deliver them, maybe it's, of course, over three months, six months, 12 months. But it's definitely going to be slow paced. So you can actually integrate what you are learning and what you're absorbing, as opposed to just trying to collect all this information and then not retain anything or in, or integrate it or embody it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely, I completely appreciate that and understand it. And I'll make sure that we have all those links in the show notes. I think one of the big things, there's a lot of things I've learned from you personally, but it's really understanding the power of integrating. And I don't think I fully understood that or practiced it. Um, I lived in my masculine generator for so long. Like literally it's like, do on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. 
And totally the point where it's like, I don't even know what I learned. I have no idea. And that's like, when you don't have a clue what you're learning, you're not retaining, you're not integrating, you're not embodying anything. And it's, you know, it's, it's a practice. It's, I guarantee you, I'm still in this space. I'm sure subconsciously I know it. There's a lot of things from my trainers, my NLP trainers that I took in December that if you asked me right now, my brain would be like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's just, it's so it was overload. Right. But it's there, but it takes time to integrate it. And it might take the next year for me to integrate that information. Mm -hmm. And so I think allowing that, that is one of the things that I've learned from you that I found so helpful. So thank you for that reminder to slow down and integrate in my own body. Mm -hmm. Slow down, tune in and listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Cause I was just like, and that's, and that's the pressure of society. That's the pressure of our like, our negative mind. It's just like, well, you should be doing more. You should be doing more. You should be doing more. And it's just like, you have all these ideas. All these things are coming through. Why aren't you just pushing them out? I'm like, cause I'm not, I don't want to do that. Like when I've been so, this has been like the most delicious, most sacred, most nurturing energy that I've been in probably ever in my life where I'm like holding the vision, mm-hmm. feeling it into existence where I'm co in that space of co-creation I'm moving it into my body. So my body is like, okay, yes, we are catching up to your vision. We are here. We're feeling it. We're embodying it. And then we can share it with the world as opposed to just being like, poof, here it is. Like, and so ungrounded. So like in the head of like, what if nobody comes? What if nobody, like all these fear stories. And it's just like, no, I'm not living in that space. It doesn't work for me. Well, and this is a piece of the NLP is like your identity has changed. Like your identity is, is different. And if you really want to create lasting change, it comes from the level of the identity. So it's not, you know, be or fake it till you make it. A lot of people say that and drives me crazy. It's not that it's like, how can you be it? How can you do it? How can you show up in that energy and be that Mm -hmm. identity? And that's essentially what you're doing. And that's how you create lasting change. It truly is. It mm-hmm. truly is. Yeah. There's no, like when push comes to shove, it's like, no, I'm taking the sacred pause to be with this energy, with this new identity, getting to know her again, getting to connect with like how she wants to lead her life and moving from that energetic space. And it feels so good. It feels so rich. And it's not in that place of there's like, Yes, there's fear. There will always be fear. You know, that's again, the negative mind and Kundalini. It's there to protect us. It's there to keep us in the space of, you know, not getting hit by a semi. And it's like, okay, no, this is where I'm going. And so how can I let my body know that this is where we're headed? This is where we're going and that it's safe for you to be here. So beautiful, beautiful. So now as you are really embodying this and stepping out of that role of, of hiding that has kept you safe for a long time, you're now launching your solo podcast. Yes. Which is like, which I'm so excited about and so proud of you to do, like to be, to see you doing it because so many people say, you know, I, if they expect the conditions have to be perfect to start the podcast. It's got to, you know, got to know exactly what I'm saying. I have to have it. It's like, well, that's actually not dropped in. That's like anybody can read a script, 
that you can't connect with people if you can't come right in here and trust that voice. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to you to be starting your own solo podcast, which I know for people who don't know, I know that this has been on her bucket list for a really long time. So I'm actually really (laughs) proud of you. Oh my goodness. Has it ever the (laughs) agony of it all? Um, It's so funny. It, I'm feeling all the feels. I'm not going to lie to you. Like when I got in, I've been recording and I'm like we're talking to myself. I'm like, this is weird. Like this, no one's here. Who am I talking to? And then I just connect with like who, who I'm, who I'm speaking to and, and, you know, feeling you in the room and feeling all the people that I love and respect and just know that are with me every step of the way. Like I envision them with me in this space. Um, but it's terrifying. <laughs> It's terrifying and liberating. And I know like this is where one of the biggest resistances has been. It's just like, okay, you're good. You're good to go. You've already done this. You already know what you're doing. So, but no, I'm so excited. I really, as you shared, like it's going to be a catalyst for sharing my message and sharing, I say magic and medicine and to allow myself to fully be seen with myself as myself for myself. And I'm so excited for it. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm dropping like little microdose messages of magic and medicine. And then I'm going to bring on incredible guest uh, speakers such as yourself. And yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited and no longer in that space of resistance because it's so uncomfortable. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. I'm so proud of you, honestly. And anybody who's listening right now, like let that be permission that whatever story you lived up until now, it, I mean, it, you don't have to continue living it and it actually can serve you in beautiful ways because, Mm -hmm. you know, we can stand in that space and say, but I don't want to hide anymore. Like I actually don't want to, it doesn't feel safe. I thought it was safe for the longest time subconsciously, but it's not. And so when you start to share that message and that voice, it's going to connect with the people. Honestly, it's, it's a very strange thing when you're podcasting on your own, you're like, I don't know, it's going to land out there. I have no idea where it's going to go, but it does. It does. It'll eventually land on the people who need to hear the message. And most often they're people you don't even know yet. That's the beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, Marsha. You have, again, you've been a huge catalyst for me and, just inspire me on the daily to show up and to be seen and to share my voice and to share my message. So thank you for, for seeing me and for again, being the catalyst in many areas of my life as especially with this podcast. So I'm oh, receiving it and thank you. Honestly, mm. thank you. so grateful. I am really excited to see this launch. I know it's coming out in towards the end of January. I don't know if you have a date yet, but if you don't, that's okay. I'm just curious when you're hoping it's going to be releasing. I don't have a date, but the astrological new year starts January 21st. So I'm thinking around that date. So soon, um, yeah, it, it may not be exactly that day, but it will be in the new astrological year. So beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here, Meg, for sharing everything that you did. And I will make sure that um, all of the ways to connect with you are in the show notes. But for anybody who's listening, what's the best way to connect with you, um, follow you, learn more about the work that you do, and the full name of your podcast? Thank you. 
The full name of the podcast is Dropped In with Megan Weir. So you can definitely be in the mix with me and with our unique and inspiring guests. And right now, the best channel is Instagram. Although I'm going into YouTube and on TikTok, Instagram is still a place to hang out and to connect. Um, so you can find me at the Megan Weir on Instagram. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Last question. I have to ask you the same one I ask everyone else is what lesson in life are you most grateful for? Oh my goodness. What lesson? So many. Oh, I think the biggest lesson what's coming up for me right now is like all the times where I didn't speak my truth and what I've learned from that and how it's impacted me, not only in a negative way, but also in a positive way, because dropping out of public speaking in university, pretending my first Facebook live. <laughs> oh, you didn't even share that. <laughs> oh, pretending my first Facebook live crashed, like my computer crashed, like all the things where I was just like so afraid of being seen. Like those are probably in this moment what I'm most grateful for because it, I'm, as I shared with you and Rachel, like I am so persistent. I do not quit. I do not give up. And that is very symbolic of where I've come and where I am right now, where I'm headed. So Mm -hmm. that would be it right now. Beautiful. I love that. And for anybody who's listening, just know that you can have like some of those experiences where you think they're absolutely horrifying and they can be the biggest blessing, like the biggest blessing. And here's Meg going to start her own podcast. And not that long ago, when a Facebook live was going, you pretended that the power or the, that you lost power and you, my computer crashed. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you shared that. Absolutely. I forgot that story. I love that you shared that. And I just want, again, again, giving permission to anybody who's listening. It it can happen like that. You can be in a space where it's like, you know, uh, oh my God, I can't do it. And the freeze is there, but that can also be the biggest blessing for you in the big picture. So mm-hmm. it's all, it's all a blessing as we're all learning. Mm-hmm. It's truly is. And that also is the magic of embodiment practices. Like had I not like in those moments where I was so in my head, I could have done something to get my, into my body, but I didn't have those tools at the time. I didn't know better. So this is the power of this work. It's so powerful. Oh, thank you. I cannot wait to share your show when it launches. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.